All right, you're listening to WFMU. This is Why a Why. I'm going to get this microphone short enough for me. Across the room, <laughs> I have a special guest, Jim the Poet. Welcome to Why a Why. It's amazing to be on Why a Why. It's a terrific show. Thank you for having me. Um, Jim hosts Sportsy Talk every Monday night at 6 p.m. here on WFMU um, with the wonderful Bronwyn. Terrific. She does most of the hard work. I just kind of laugh at my own jokes and goof off. <laughs> I'm sure you do other things. You're real. You're really good, as people will find out tonight, at a self-deprecating joke. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll have a full hour of that tonight. Um, I want as many as possible because we are here to help you <laughs> with so much. But we we thought of one thing that you especially are looking for help with, which yeah. is your dating technique. I, yes, I, I do have trouble uh, with the dating and with other, you know, I, I understand that there are other people in the world and that they're not some sort of shadow, you know, on the wall. So that it's, it's hard for me, uh, you know, when you think like, oh, yeah, gee, it'd be great to be in a relationship with somebody. It's such an opaque and uh, abstract notion a lot of times. So maybe making it less abstract, less opaque would be very helpful. Do you think that... Do you, so do you think you're bad at dating? Like, where does this idea come from? A lot of times I just don't even consider, like, a, you know, that dating's going to be something I'm going to do. Like, most of the time, you know, Friday night, you know, I'm chilling after work on the couch watching, you know, like the Nets game or something like that. And then you go like, oh, right, what is this feeling inside of me that I'm feeling? Is it loneliness? Do <laughs> I want to cuddle with someone? Um Aww. So, yeah, sometimes I do feel lonely. And then you say, well, is the cure for loneliness to date people? Uh, or is the other um, people... Sometimes the, it can make you feel more lonely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deeply lonely, deeply misunderstood. Um, so, you know, I can't... I'm pretty bad at advice. I don't think that's true. I think you're very wise. You're very knowing. You, you, you've got a lot going on. No, no. I Actually, I had an experience uh, this week where um, I was talking to... Uh, I was I was being interviewed for a podcast, and uh, the girl doing the interview was. It's a podcast about how you make radio, and she was like, "Uh, you know, you know, I was supposed to be the wise one giving the advice," and she said, "You actually gave me advice years ago, and I wanted to remind you of it." So what? <laughs> I, I'm going to play it for you guys right now. This is advice I gave to my friend Avery years ago. It's funny. Like one of the things I really wanted to. I mean. There, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but um, one I really wanted to talk to you about an early piece of advice that you gave me when I was living in New York and doing some stuff for Audio Smut. That's a great I, podcast. I was like Called talking the heart now. to you about you know, just kind of like tapping you for general wisdom or something, and you were telling me about you were like warning me about the perils of personal storytelling. I was like, personal storytelling, telling your own stuff, don't do it. Whatever you do. That's my whole show. That's well, all I do now. But I think that's, I mean, I think it's it's great that you decided that, that that was something you could do for yourself too. But that's not bad advice to give somebody where it's like, hey, man, be careful what you put out there for yourself because you never know, you know, what's who's listening or no, how that'd people be like you it. telling someone like, you know, you should really do it. <laughs> Just, just, you know, you should become a writer. Just skip poetry. That's <laughs> what I would, that is the exact <laughs> advice I would give, in fact. But it's so hypocritical. I, I just, I think that it's wrong for me to be giving people advice to do the opposite of, of She me. doesn't sound that harmed. I mean, she seems like she did okay, Avery. Your yeah, she's just started doing some personal stuff anyways. <laughs> like, she should have. I shouldn't be telling I mean, people not to with do advice, that. the the one thing about advice is that uh, you don't necessarily have to take it. It's just sort of starting a conversation that makes you think, like, what decision will I make for myself, given the advice that I've gotten. But she's, I feel yeah. like I would, if you told me, like, Jim, what you need to do is start wearing cheese on your head or, you know, like, I would probably do that because I, I see you as an authority figure. I see you as someone I look up to yeah. on, on the radio and in the world. As I think I need to make my advice convincing and assertive. And that's, that's what I'll do tonight is I'm just, any piece of advice I give you, you should just take really seriously and I will not I second ready. guess it. So as a method of giving you advice, I think we should take some calls from ladies who want to go on dates with you. <laughs> over the radio. Now, people are asking me, Andrea, what's a radio date? And the answer is, I play some music. Um, not music, sorry. I play like an amp, the sound of an ambient location. Like right here, I have the sound of a restaurant. 
that I will play. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so we're, we're out to dinner. It sounds like a delicious restaurant. Yeah, you can hear some, like, clanging in the background. And uh, so you come here often? I do. You know, the uh, oysters are magnificent. Oh, you like oysters? Oh, yeah. I, you I know like what they say about oysters? Oh, what do they say? They're better fresh. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine that they're any good not fresh. Oh, and they're supposed to be like an aphrodisiac, but I don't I, first I don't date. Know. Who needs that, that kind of thing? <laughs> oh, so you're... I'm always aphrodisiac. <laughs> Never not aphrodisiac. Um, our other option... I have some more like ambient locations on the menu. So if someone wants to go on a date to this restaurant with my friend Jim, and then I can give him dating feedback, the number to call is 201-209-9368. Call now, and Nick the Bard will call screen you, send me a little note, let me know you're ready to go, and we'll send you on a date over the radio. It's very safe. It's like the safest this is pretty safe. date possible. <laughs> and if, you know, if we go all the way, then that'll be safe, too. And you are just a tool for me to give Jim advice. Um, like I would say, oh, Jim, you're not supposed to bring up you know, a well-known aphrodisiac on your oh, first date. Yikes! I mean, maybe that's flirting. I'm not. She can't second guess my advice. It was but more of a subtle. I didn't. I thought that was subtle. Yeah. But maybe not. But you should have said like, "Oh, the bread's really good here." I'm overthinking. It's, this. We're at Panera. <laughs> <laughs> we're at Alban Payne on our date. <laughs> yes, you must try the croissants here. <laughs> the cronuts are amazing. Ah. <laughs> uh. When was the last date you went on? Do you remember? Like an actual date? Yeah, date, date. Please say it wasn't our date. No. Well, I went on that other radio date after that. And I don't know, that was a pretty bad date, too. The, we went on a date uh, in, in the park Yeah. with some wine. I thought we were going to get arrested. But that wasn't, that wasn't the last date, either. I'm trying to think. Because like, most of the time, we just, <laughs> I, I just meet people who just end up you know, making out with me or something. like. So it's like make-out dates or something like that, various places. Ah, so you meet someone IRL. In, in real, real life, real, 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 yes. Like, yeah. and, um, and then you guys just get to talk. For some reason, yeah, I don't know. Some people find me attractive. I don't understand it. Self-deprecating <laughs> jokes. Yes. <laughs> that's one of the oh, that's bad. I don't. I don't know. I. I wonder, like, what I, level I, is okay. I wonder if it's charming or not. I see. I have no idea. It might just be radio charming, but I don't know, like, if my that kind of shtick really works with people, like women. I don't know. People want to date me. But, like, I think you're really quick to say, here's who I am and here's where I'm coming from. So, actually, one of the clips I have ready is, um... <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, you must have... Oh, she has hours and hours of tape of me being a crazy person, so I'm a little scared of what she's going to play. It was not... We went on a date in the early days of this show. I was trying to figure out what kind of a show do I want to That was, like, do? the best date I've ever been on, by the way. It was so romantic Aww. and so great, and you were terrific. It's so nice. We only went to Rudy's. It's a bar near Times Square. And we ate hot dogs and drank a pitcher of beer. Two pitchers? Oh, my God. It was two pitchers <laughs> of Rolling Rock. <laughs> uh, and uh, so here, here's a moment from that date um, that, I, that I was listening back, and I found this one memorable and uh, reflective. Uh-oh. I mean, I like you, and I like hearing you on the radio. I like, you know, when I was on the radio with you, I was really, thought that was great. And if you rejected me, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. Like, I've been rejected by all kinds of people. I mean, if you didn't want to be friends with me, that's up to you. I don't want to make you have to be my friend or anything like that. But I mean, wow, I love I think in the past, like when it's just impossible. I mean, the problem is, is that people are too nice or something like that, right? Just like, look, I don't want to hurt Jim's feelings. He seems like a nice guy, and I. But if you're just like, look, man. I'm just seeing somebody, or I'm just not interested. Like, I get that. Like, uh, there's people who've been into me that I haven't been interested in, for whatever reason. I might not, if I wasn't me, I probably wouldn't be into me. Like, If I wasn't me, I probably I would... wouldn't be into me. <laughs> Those are things not to say not on to say. your day. <laughs> not to say, okay. Glad you're writing this down. I am. I, I it's hard to hear my own voice. I'm glad I don't have to date me. <laughs> also, the weird trick to that episode is that I actually mostly edited myself out, so it became like a weird monologue wow. of you on a it date. It was so crazy for me to listen to that. And everybody else was like, oh, yeah, that's Jim. He's yelling at her. He's, you know, it's like <laughs> screeching across the bar. Yeah. Talking to Milo. You didn't speed up that tape at all? That's exactly no, how that's fast exactly I talk? How you oh, talk. my gosh. Um, welcome, uh, Joanna from Brooklyn. Welcome to YOY. Oh, hello. Um, do you want to go on a date with my friend Jim? He's available on the radio right now. Oh. 
And he could oh, take you out. Case, yes. Yeah, he could take you to a restaurant. He could take you to a beach, or he could take you deep in the woods. Where do you want to go? <laughs> uh, my favorite location for the for a first date is deep into the woods. Deep in the no woods. <laughs> I don't know why deep in the woods is way funnier wow. to me than just in the woods. <laughs> There's the whole murder element. I'm not going to murder you, but it's fine if you want to murder me at the end of the day. That's okay. That's flirting. Yeah, I know. I definitely won't murder you. Okay, guys. Uh, Oh, is it started yet? We're in the woods. Oh, that's the woods. (laughs) I'm going to head out of here and leave you guys. Uh, You have five minutes. Bye, Andrea. Bye, Andrea. Hello. Hey, Joanna. What's going on? Hey. Thanks for coming to the deep into the woods with me. Thanks. It was kind of hard to find, but you left those signs around, so... Yeah, I did. <laughs> I chopped down a lot of trees. I burned some things. So um, masculine of you. I know. This is, I'm really only masculine when I'm deep in the woods. Otherwise, I'm usually in bed crying. <laughs> oh, that's bad. What is that shirt? She's is giving me the... <laughs> no, everything's great. What? Uh, thank you for calling me masculine. You are terrific as well. I just asked. I just asked if your shirt was flannel. Oh uh, no, I'm wearing like a like a polo Izod shirt kind of thing. My dad hands me down most of his clothes. I came right from work to the deep end of the mm, woods. That's hot. Oh, thank you very much. I like to pop the collar too sometimes, so like I look like real fresh, like the kids look. Should totally. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me more about your dad's clothes. <laughs> My dad. My dad and I, he's a little bit taller than me, uh, so he'll give me lots of his, uh, his stuff to wear. And then, like, uh, for some reason, one of my legs is, like, six inches longer than the other one, so I'll always be tripping on his pants. But they're great pants. I just kind of keep them rolled up. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say about my dad's clothes. <laughs> do you always be tripping over the ladies as well? I do trip over the ladies. Hey, hey you should ask her about yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me more about yourself, Joanna, from Brooklyn. Oh. Why, what, what do you like about these woods that oh. are so deep and wild? The sound of insects are just, it's so primal. Wow. It's really deep. You're a very smart person. Thank you. I don't even know how to spell primal, but I'm glad. Uh, let's made- see what else. Yeah, you know, since I work in Brooklyn, I don't get to be deep into the woods much, so the state seems like a great opportunity. I live in Jersey City, so yeah, I understand. Like, most of the time when I want to go deep into the woods, I have to... I have no idea where that sense is going. <laughs> we don't have any trees at all in Jersey City. At it's least like one first- tree grows in Brooklyn, you know, from that book. That- that was my favorite book when I was 12. It's a great book. A terrific book. Uh, Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Great book. She was smart. That coffee can hidden in the back of the closet. I read it a long Ooh, time. I read I'm it a long getting time. hot. What, really? In the woods? <laughs> Is it safe to be hot out here? I need a drink. Yeah, what should, we, what, what should we drink while we're in the woods? I brought some tequila. Some what? <laughs> tequila. Sativa? Tequila? What is that? Tequila, oh, tequila. is like, uh, it's made of agave uh, plants and some part of the cactus, I think. It's Sorry, like a, I guess something you should know about me is that I'm hard of hearing. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That's okay. I don't mind that you're hard of hearing or that you meow. You guys, 45 seconds left. 45 seconds. Come oh, to a conclusion. Is this the lightning round? I've had a lightning. great time with you in the woods. I mean, this is, this is like my favorite date that I've ever had deep into the woods. Well, I hope it's not your last. Should we go? Should we go skinny dipping in the swampy pond over there? In the swamp. Should yeah. Swampy. Watch out for the watch out for those cattails, though. I know they kind of are bristly against Chafe. my chafing. Chafing. Oh God! I'm gonna rescue you guys. <laughs> <laughs> jo- jo- Joanna, let's talk. How was that yeah. for you? What? How was it? Super hot. Wow. Really? <laughs> no, it was silly. He's not listening. You can say anything. What do you think Jim could do better? Not bring up that he wears his dad's clothes <laughs> within 30 seconds. What What about uh, when he said that one of his legs was six inches long? <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, uh, that there are no trees in all of Jersey City. <laughs> uh, it's I, not true. It's just not true. Like why? four trees. I thought he was a liar. Um, what about when he said you were a smart person for using the word primal? Well, that means that's good. That's like a, it plumps up the confidence, you know, make a lady feel good about her vocabulary, even if it's like a pretty basic word. So compliments are good. Yeah, compliments are good. He was good with the compliments. Effusive. Hmm. Even. So would you recommend this experience to other callers? I would recommend this experience to other callers. Good. Well, I'm so glad you did this. Uh, we've Thanks. learned a lot. And uh, if you want to go on another date, we'll be here till 8 o'clock. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Maybe next time on the beach. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Joanna. Bye. Okay. Thank bye. you, Joanna. Well, uh, what was that like for you to hear what she really thought of you? Uh, I mean, I, I appreciate her honesty. Um, being and I, I really like when people just say what, what's on their mind but I, I feel bad if it got silly and stuff like that it just sounded like they were like buzzard circling or some sort of wild animals maybe were following us that I maybe threw me off a little bit that wouldn't throw me off in a restaurant or, or in a mall or yeah someplace else <laughs> <laughs> maybe deep in the woods is a bad site for the state well I just I was nervous about you know maybe we were catching poison ivy or you know i don't know there was a lot of there's a lot i don't of, know why you brought tequila on the i date. don't i don't know i i don't you know you guys are hiking like just bring some water or something right some snacks snacks the snacks or not like a picnic Pick see now in way. hindsight i think i would have done better on them the deep into the forest <laughs> <date>. <laughs> um so my tips there for for people looking for actual takeaways is uh, you should ask her about her. Ask about her. And uh, do the, the complimenting was really nice. You know, it lets her know you're interested. Mm -hmm. Like when you said she's smart and has a nice vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And I don't mention... Chafing. <laughs> Actually, I think it's fine that Chafing. you get close from your dad. I just think that's like more information about you. Um, right. And it's kind of interior. It's like I'm close with my family. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not first date information about the leg. Yeah. Being shorter for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, she can, or, you know, but if the woods goes well, she'll know soon. She can grow to understand that. So maybe as we grow together in the forest. The phone number to call is 201-209-9368. We're still looking for more um, wonderful ladies to go on a date with my friend Jim the Poet. It's our dating advice show. And uh, we're learning a lot from these dates, I hope. I need to look up effusive when I get home. Um. <laughs> well, something uh, to, woo, to woo potential ladies is that you were on a popular national public radio show recently. Wow. I was walking my dog, and I heard your voice coming through my radio. So, ladies, Jim's kind of famous. <laughs> um, <laughs> th this, this is what he told the whole world recently. <laughs> More than one person said they wanted to go back in time just to advise their younger selves, knowing what they know now. Like my friend Jimmy. I think if I, you know, like I would meet myself at whatever coffee shop I used to go to. It was like the Dern Street Deli on the back end of, um, of Beacon Hill. I'd be like, look, kid, come here for a minute. Come here. These are the five things you need to know that's going to help you in like the next 25 years of your life. These are the five things you need to know. And what are those five things? You know, bet on these sports games. Never ride this roller coaster and, and sex moves. Two other things? Oh, that sex moves was three things. <sighs> that's, what you, that's what you said on the radio. That seem, in hindsight, that seems like a lot of sex moves. <laughs> that may be overselling it. I need to know what happened on the roller coaster. Oh, uh, well, <clears throat> you know, I used to always sit in the, either the front seat or the back seat. Of, like, the cyclone. But someone got real sick. Oh, God. And it was just one of the most unpleasant things that ever happened to me. Because you're at Coney uh -huh. Island. You're, like, as far away from, like, clean clothes and any clean water as you could possibly be. And so, like, uh. yeah, it was terrifyingly bad that, I mean. I so got you're a, in the back, back car? Yeah, I was in the back car. And someone just kind of turned and, you know, barfed all over me. 
Oh my God. And I was like, uh, and the people I was with were like, oh my God. It was like some kind of scene from The Exorcist. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's go get some more food. And they're like, no, I'm not going to walk with you anywhere. <laughs> and there was no part of my clothes that were like wearable anymore. So so if you could time travel, that's one of the memories you want to erase. I, that was unpleasant. Because then you have to ride home. You know, you know, like when you, even if you live in Brooklyn, like you're two hours away from home whenever you're in, you know, like wherever you live oh in Brooklyn gosh, is like yeah. two hours away from so you're like, oh, my God. And no one wanted to sit near me on the subway. And that uh, was bad. But I love roller coasters. And I love the Cyclone, too. It's a great roller coaster. Yeah. I don't know if it's great for dating because people. Well, just one tip for you since I'm a, a dating expert. Okay. <laughs> Barfing is not Barfing a thing is to bad. talk about on dates. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've done that wrong, too? <laughs> Unless she starts talking about barfing first. If she has a barfing story, I can share my barfing story. Yeah. Okay. She has to lead with the barfing story, and then you can swoop in with <laughs> okay. your barfing story. I will, uh, it will be there, ready, in case someone else has a puking story. Um, I, I reached out to the playlist on WFMU.org for some tips for you. And, uh, <laughs> this could be terrifying. <laughs> Jill says, always bring snacks, Jim. Snacks. Okay, yeah. I have snacks. Um, uh, Oaks says, oysters deep in the woods. Oysters deep Sounds in the woods. Sounds kind of good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick oysters I mean, from the woods. Like I would, I would bring you them. You found maybe. a bucket in the woods. Do yeah, not. Yeah, that eat sounds dangerous. <laughs> um, all right. Joining us now is Tally in Brooklyn or Manhattan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Andrea. Oh, someone wrote down Tally, but this sounds like Callie. Oh, Callie. <laughs> I, I don't. Tally could be your alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to go on with friend with my? Do you want to go on a date with my friend Jim? He's he hasn't been on a date for a while. Sometimes he just meets girls in real life and makes out with them. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a poet, and uh, he has a show here on WFMU called Sportsy Talk every Monday. You, okay, you want to do it? You guys could go to the uh, deep in the woods. <laughs> you could go to the beach, like a long walk on the beach, or you could go to a restaurant. Ah. Uh. I kind of miss back home, so I'll say the woods. <laughs> um, Callie's from Vermont. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm from New England, too. I'm from Massachusetts. Um, oh, and okay. folks may recognize her from calling into the best show last night. Congrats. That sounded, it was so good to hear your voice, and it was so good to yeah. hear you. It was, bra- it was a brave slot to call in. I called in way too early. I literally called in the second that the show started to go live, so I was on hold during the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. Oh, look, we're, we're entering the deep woods. Are you okay? Are you okay with me um, leaving you here with my friend Jim for the next four minutes? Yeah, that's fine. I've been here before, so I, I know all the ins and outs of it. Okay, I'm, I'm out of here. Have fun, t- you kids. <laughs> Callie. Callie's a great name. That's a cool name. Thank you. I actually ended up choosing it myself. You chose your own name? That's awesome. <laughs> I always wanted to change my name when I was, like, in... High school, I wanted to change my name to Matthias because I was a poet then too. But I thought if your name was Jimmy, you couldn't be a poet. So I wanted to be like real deep and taken seriously. So I thought Matthias was the name I should choose for myself. <laughs> I think we both have their own limitations. Some people not taking you seriously with either one. Why, who wouldn't take you seriously? You're great. Why, why, why wouldn't people take you seriously? Well, if you're concerned about Jimmy, then... Sure, people are concerned about a name ending with Y, but Matthias, I think some people yeah. are like expecting you to be perfect all the time. So any problems? It was too much. Yeah, it ended up Matthias was too much pressure. But I want to talk about you, Callie. Okay. Tell me more about you. What? Uh, made, what why did you? Why did you pick the woods for our first date? We could have gone to some Albon Payne or a, a beach. What, what do you like about the woods? Uh, I grew up in rural areas, and I just moved down here recently, so I like it down here, but I'm sort of missing being able to see the trees everywhere. My, uh, I had cousins that, like, um, lived in Waterbury, Vermont, for a long time, so we used to go up and visit them. They were, like, the cool cousins. (laughs) And then I met Ben and Jerry one time. That was, like, the coolest people from Vermont I ever met. Yeah, they're... 
they're better than a lot of other Vermonters. I never met them, but... Oh, they're pretty nice. Although they didn't like my ice cream flavor that I came up with. <laughs> what did you come up with? Uh, it was called Oh Captain, My Captain, and it would be like vanilla ice cream with Captain Crunch inside of it. And I guess they thought that that wasn't like kind of earthy crunchy enough. They didn't really think that was a good idea. But I thought it was because it was like a line from Walt Whitman's poetry. But I don't think they knew that either. They, they didn't really they didn't really want to do that ice cream. Yeah. But they've probably done some other great ice creams that, you know, I love. I love ice That's cream. That's true. Maybe they didn't want something that people could replicate so easily. Yeah, I mean, they want their own thing, you know. Why, so, why, why did you move to, um, do you, live, you live in uh, Manhattan now, so why did you move to New York? Um, there's just not a lot to offer someone in rural Vermont. Well, I, I guess it could be lonely and stuff. Yeah. There was a lot of just hoping that something would come up up there, and down here I could go find things. And people, so. Well, I grew up in the woods, you know, I grew up in this, like, cul-de-sac, and it wasn't like Vermont, but it was like, you know, like, the woods was really always a place that I could go and kind of wander around and be more myself, you know? 45 seconds. Oh, it's lightning round time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Should we go skinny dipping in the swamp? <laughs> better let me throw a spoke in the wheel. Um, I am a transgender woman, and how do you react to... That sounds fine. I mean, I'm, I'm, that sounds okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in you, you know, and then we could always, we could always figure out, you know, all that other stuff later. I just would like to get to know you better. I will already give feedback and say that was a really nice answer. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I, I think you're really nice too. I mean, you seem like a really awesome person. Oh, that was such a good answer. Uh, uh, that was so great that was like such a, the improvement between those two dates is, is phenomenal well I feel like you should come on all my dates and help me <laughs> um, well I'm actually going to kick you out of here for a second and just talk uh, to my, my friend Callie really quick um, how was he? what did you think of that? Um, he was great I, was, I listened to the first date so I was kind of hoping that he's learning all those lessons and he he went straight in on getting me to talk about myself and not just having me wonder what to talk about. I have to say that you let him talk more about himself than you about yourself. Like we yeah. we learned a lot about his childhood memories, the cold stack, Ben and Jerry, oh Captain My Captain. Um, That's true, but he did immediately start with the what about me? And just because I wasn't talking, I'm not like to think that that's why he decided to start talking a bit more, just to fill in the space so there wouldn't be in an awkward gap. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, look. Uh, also joining us on the show now is your co host. Welcome. To, oh, screwed it up. Sorry. <laughs> but, or maybe she's left us by now. Um, but you have a podcast. Callie, tell us all about it. Uh, I do. Um, my friend Sarah and I, who I guess you're getting on the line right now, um, we are both women who are minorities of different kinds, and we're strong feminists who believe in intersectionalism, and we didn't know of any real feminist podcasts, so we decided to set up a podcast about awesome women and how feminism impacts our lives and it's it's fun it's called not all women um so everyone should check out search go to the itunes store search for not all women and uh start listening i've listened to a couple episodes i think it's really great oh thank um, you yeah it makes me really glad that you like it i disagree with you guys about lena denham a little but that's <laughs> <laughs> but i know she's like a heated controversial topic so i understand um <laughs> My fangirl, my fangirlness will just like burn on. But um, thank you so much for doing this with me. It was great having you on the show. Thank you for having me on. And it wasn't too awful. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah. So call, you live here now. We'll have you on someday soon, I hope. That would be wonderful. Bye. Bye, Kelly. Okay, you can have your mic back on. Gosh.
I like Callie. She was, she was nice. Yeah, you guys, that was some, like the improvement is like Well, I, th- I feel like I, I'm able to take direction. That's the th- one of my main qualities as a potential boyfriend slash lover. <laughs> that I'm, I'm, very, I'm used to being coached or directed. And so given, given guidance, I think I can behave in a, like a civilized, manly way. Um, so here's a question that came in from the playlist page at WFMU.org. They want to know if you have a type. I don't. I don't think I do because I've. I've. I like all kinds of people. You know, like um, uh, tall people, short people, loud people, quiet people. I don't know. I. I don't know that I. I have one particular body type or like one kind of hair or anything. I mean, I don't know. Usually, it's just somebody who seems fun and exciting and and also seems to like me. That's that's usually <laughs> something that helps. Also, I think you need. If I were to set you up with a girl, I think it would be someone who, like gets your self-depreciating humor and can play along with it like yeah i mean i hope it's it, not off-putting like, i mean yeah. like yeah, i don't mean it in any other way other than you know sort of uh you know i've low self-esteem and i sort of make fun of myself before anybody else gets a chance to yeah but i it's someone who like knows you're great but can like tease you and like appreciate that about you yeah i like that i yeah. think i would like that um Chris says, Jim, when in doubt, ask questions about the interests of your date. Don't default to self-depreciation right away. I do. I think I end up when Funny I get is nervous. Good, but confidence is better. When I get nervous, I think I get, I get a little chatty. So oh. here's my dare for you is uh-huh. on, it, on one of these dates, yeah. you should do like a humble brag. <laughs> humble brag? Yeah. Like try, try, feel out the opposite of what you've been doing and oh. try a version of it where it's like, you're uh, like oh. I will. I'll, I'll try. You're it. like I'm a really good swimmer. We should go for a swim. Oh, I'm just a terrible like, swimmer. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're just like that. I mean, I used to be a good this. swimmer, but I yeah. Somebody pushed me off one of those starting blocks, and I oh no. I, I hit my head on the bottom of the pool and almost drowned and stuff. But uh, I'm sure I would be good at it if I tried it again. <laughs> I'm just terrified of being underwater. Jake says, "When in the woods, try to help wounded animals. Um, huh? And if they aren't wounded, just point out how cool they are." <laughs> <laughs> So like, hey, look at that bear. It looks like it's limping. Isn't yeah. that funny? That I guess that only thing? makes sense if, if the g- date chooses the woods over a restaurant. And I wonder... The woods what, has been very popular yeah. so far. It's, I, I didn't think people would want to go to the woods with me. Well, let's see where this caller wants to go. Welcome to the show, Phyllis in Manhattan. This Phyllis is not going to any kind of woods with any <laughs> strange guy, even with anybody I know very, very well. People get a little peculiar in the woods, and then you get wounded bears. <laughs> and, and, and they are not grateful for your offer to bandage their paw. Plus, who carries bandages? I, I don't, yeah. carry a spare Band-Aid. I brought tequila, but no Band-Aid, no gauze of any kind. <laughs> right, right. So, no, no, no. Uh, now, I don't know what you've been talking about, but I, uh, whatever it is, include me out if it has to do with going to the woods. Okay. Of course, if you want to talk about going to the theater or oh, I love the a theater. fancy restaurant. I like um, those. We could do a restaurant. Um, this is my Grandma Phyllis, Jim. You guys have met before. I love Grandma Phyllis. Everyone loves Grandma Phyllis. <laughs> She's a force of nature. She's like a hurricane. So we're, we're it tra- never ends. <laughs> Grandma, what we're doing is we're training Jim on how to be better at dating. So do you mind going out with him to a restaurant? And then we can talk after the date. It'll last about four minutes. And then uh, you can give me feedback on how it went. Well, it depends on how he plans to enter the restaurant with me. Oh, tell oh. me more. Because first, first impressions are very important. He needs to walk on his hind legs next to me. I can do that. He cannot come in on all fours. It's tacky. Got it. Okay, well, I'll leave you guys be. I'm stepping out. It's just you two now. Okay. Uh, so that's my number one rule. The other one is it's good if you wear pants. I have pants. You do? And what I, color are they? They're like denim blue color. <laughs> are they patched? Oh, uh, no, no. They're, they're very nice. My dad, my dad takes care of them. <laughs> Oh, my, oh, oh my okay. They're, they're not patched and they're not tacky, uh, tatty looking or, or shredded. Oh, no. I, I really wanted to come to this date, uh, you know, looking good for you. So I. Uh, oh, okay. I All right. Used bounce and, and everything. Um, bare chested doesn't go over too well either. I tried that once and I got thrown out of a restaurant. Uh, so uh, you, you would have on. to uh, cover yourself in some appropriate fabric. Yeah, I have a nice, like. Uh, um, polo shirt on oh okay okay so we're at the restaurant now you guys should get started with your date 
Um, so what, what looks good on the, on the menu, Phyllis? What looks good on the menu? That two-pound lobster looks Ooh, absolutely fantastic. I love lobster. Let's get that. Yeah, that, that should break your, uh, your going out uh, budget for the next two months. Oh, well, you're worth it, Phil. I mean, I'm happy to, I'm just happy to be here with you it. tonight. You are worth it. Absolutely. Should we both get lobster and then some sort of thing we can both pick at? So, uh, you know, I can look, uh, I can look sort of uh, adoringly over like a plate of oysters or something like that at you or something like that? Because um, that's my I have thing. I give you the New York pronunciation. It's Ersters. Ersters. I come from, the, I come from New England. Ersters. I can do that. Do you like Ersters? No, actually. Okay. Uh, we can get like mozzarella sticks I, I don't think I mind them when they're cooked in Erster stew or something like that. Oh, those or, are nice, yeah. But uh, they, they just don't look very sexy on that, that half shell. I, I really, you know. Well, slurping like a is... a glob of snot from a big animal. <laughs> or, you know, no, no, it's, it's definitely not for me. Okay, we don't have to get that. I mean, I just want something that we can, uh, we can both enjoy. A shrimp cocktail is nice. Oh, that, I'd love to have shrimp cocktail. Yeah, it's, you know, fairly conventional and all that, but not bad. And then, you know, I'm dipping and I'm sort of looking at you over the cocktail, sort of, you know, trying to see which sort of slant of light is great against your eyes and your uh, beautiful hair and stuff like that. Well, these days, people tell me that what I used to have... And call green eyes. People are telling me Ooh. they're bluish now. Really? Do you think they yeah. change? And kind of like my my. You, have you ever met my beautiful granddaughter Andrea? I have. She's wonderful. Yes, and she's she's got beautiful blue eyes, and so does her mother. Actually. Oh wow! And we've never been able to figure this out. Uh, I've never been able to come up with a legitimate story. I should say because uh, my husband had brown eyes and I had the green eyes and we really don't know who gave us the blue genetics. Everybody looks a little askance at me when I tell them that I was actually monogamous. <laughs> well, they just I, actually I do believe in monogamy. Well, men men must just throw themselves at you. I mean that that must be why it's well, you know, you're, you're so beautiful do, and but they land hard. <laughs> No, I uh, I'm very very fussy. Well, that's you. You have every right to be. I mean, you're terrific. Yeah. You know, every, and, any any man would uh, be lucky to have you fuss over them. <laughs> uh, now, what is it that you expect? Oh, my my alarm clock was ringing. Oh, it's okay. I had to make an important phone call, I'm, so I set the alarm clock. I'm glad you brought it I, on the I, date I'm with us. I'm so non uh, whatever. A technical? Oh, no, I'm, that I just I'm not either. Straight you know. old alarm clock. Okay, guys, you're almost out of uh -oh. time. We're almost oh, out of time. Oh. Well, anyhow, um, I, I, I think it would be nice the next time, uh, if, if we go out again, yeah. uh, that we go to a, a quieter place than this noisy restaurant. It's a pretty busy Aubon Payne. Yeah, you know, I love the food and all that, but... Uh, some of these restaurants these days are so noisy. They give me such a headache, and then I get crabby, and then I'm not adorable. No, you're always adorable. I love it. Uh, you're adorable even when you're crabby. I, f I feel Oh, well, fast. then maybe I'm less adorable. I, that's not possible. And uh, All right, I'm going to swoop in here and uh, kick you out, Jim, so Grandma can give me some feedback right, about bye, the fellas. date. Oh. I love your eyes. <laughs> okay. So, Grandma, how was how was he? I think he's a lovely young man. Yeah. And, um... You didn't think he complimented you a little too much, or it sounded like maybe he was sucking well, up? Well, actually, you see, I've heard that before. Uh, on the first date, this is what guys might tend to do. So you actually have to give them a second chance. A first date, uh... Like I said, if they manage to come in on their hind legs instead of on all fours, that's a real plus. But do you really get to know the person on the first date? I'm not too sure. Because you're trying to be polite and proper and not use naughty words. Uh, the second one is generally when you get a, a better feel for the person. So Jim would get a second date? Yeah, I, I would go out with him a second time. 
Yeah. Well, Definitely. Yeah. And as long as he's paying the bill for that two-pound lobster, what the hell? Yeah, I know, but I was thinking about that. Like, what's he expecting in exchange for that lobster? What's in exchange for the lobster on a first date? Are you kidding? It's a pricey menu item. I think he's going to expect a little bit of My goodwill, my blessings, and my my possible acquiescence to a second date. Uh, That's it. I I would never order lobster on a first date. I'd be like, salad, please. Uh, uh, Can I get uh, a salad? Well, I might. uh, But you see, that depends on... um, One's economic status and what you perceive might be the economic status of the person you're dating. Yeah, and I know you weren't looking for feedback on your own dating technique, Grandma, but I do have to let you know you didn't ask Jim any questions about himself. Like, you don't know what he does. You don't know really where he's from. You don't know um, how he spends his time, what he does on a Friday night when he's alone on the couch. You just don't know. Well, give me another 10 minutes and I'll find out. You're the one giving me the time limit. Well, I have other, I have other people who want to, you know, call in yeah. and date okay. my friend Jim. We'll, we'll have another chance soon, Phyllis. Yeah, I, I, I basically assumed that before we went on the first date, I did have some data about you. Well, yeah. I, well, I hope I, I hope I lived up to. But, but you, 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 you sound and you behaved charmingly. Oh, thank you very much. And you were, it, it was wonderful to eat lobster with you. <laughs> And I have a house full of company okay. tonight. I'll let you get back to your Hanukkah, Hanukkah party. Oh, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Thank happy you. Hanukkah, Grandma. Love you. Love you too, girl. Bye. That's See, well. for me, I wouldn't expect any. I mean, for me, lobster is better than sex. And like, because there's butter involved and there's a lot of cracking. And I don't know. It's Lobster is terrific. I know. The lobster in and of itself is a. I, I mean, know. I a, just hope Grandma was picking up the tab on that. Order, I'm sure I could mortgage. I could days. mortgage something. <laughs> <laughs> I must have something I could sell on eBay, like a liver or a kidney or whatever, whichever one you could sell. Is uh, Bella still here on the line? Bella, please call back, Bella. I'm so sorry. We've been making you hold for so long. Sorry, Bella. She's calling all the way from England. Oh We're no looking, way! I know. Was it like midnight, three in the morning there? No, I can't wait to hear her, her pretty, pretty voice. Okay, two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Give us another try, please. Please, Bella, or anyone. You think I was sucking up too much to Phyllis? You just, yeah, well. It was too much. I was laying it on too thick. I was, yeah, you you were. But that's like what she wants. So you she were almost. Yeah, she seemed to be, I, you know. You're kind of reading her really well in that sense. She was responding. Um, and I could always tell her about my pants, you know, where I get them from later. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like she could learn. She could grow to. <laughs> the, the Ben and Jerry story, I could save I that for another day. she would be fine date. with like a one-way conversation on some level with you. But. I don't know. I wanted you to slip in one of those humble b- brags. Oh, oh! I forgot. I wrote that down you. too. Where you could go, like I'm gonna write it on my hand. You could say, you know, I once caught a lobster just by putting my hand in the ocean, and I just pulled it right out. And uh, uh wow. You could say uh, <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if I could say that. I don't know me. <laughs> wow. Um, you could say I. What would how? Uh, you know, I come here all the time. I I know the the host. Oh, I know the, the host. host. I'm a I'm a fan. He got us this best this chair right here. He got us the <laughs> best lobster in all of Manhattan slash uh, Jersey City. Yeah, it's fresh Jersey City lobster. I can do that probably. Yeah, I'll try to find that. Um, Dale's making a good point on the playlist page. He says too much importance ascribed to whether or not a guy can afford an expensive afford. date. That matters to a woman. I say run. Really, I don't know. Like sometimes. I mean, sometimes you just want to dress up, go someplace nice, have a nice meal that you wouldn't be able to have at, you know, the regular Wednesday in the middle of the week or something like that. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily all about, oh, my gosh, I got the lobster. It's just like going out and having something special and feeling like someone's yeah. treating you nicely. I, yeah, I remember that when I was single. It's like there are all these things I want to do in the world. It's just hard to go to a restaurant by yourself and order lobster. Oh, I'll do that. Really? No <laughs> <laughs> I'll order a truck full of lobsters. That's no problem. Um, hey, Bella, welcome to YOY. Sarah, it's not Bella. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's Callie's co-host. I know. I was hoping it was you, but um, uh, my wonderful call screener, Nick the Bard, I think the phone lines are really quiet. I mean, I think he keeps hearing Bella. And he. And it's not anyone's fault. The phone lines are just super quiet tonight. No, I think I'll just change my name. I think wow. it's, uh, Sarah's a great name. What are you doing? I think he was just probably picking up on how beautiful you are. It is. You are. Bella. Beautiful. 
Oh, he's starting uh, already. Oh, is that good? Has it so started now, yet? Oh, now okay. I've let you down. No, you. how could you possibly let me down? I love the name Sarah. Okay. I've dated, well, I've dated many Sarahs. They've, they've been devastating and beautiful, and I'm sure you're more beautiful than all of them. Sarah is a co-host of the Not All Women podcast with Callie. Oh. Um, I know. Sarah, where would you like to go with my friend Jim? He's, he's available well, to go to the beach or the restaurant or deep in the woods. <laughs> deep in the woods. I wanted to go deep in the woods, but I figured we haven't been to the beach yet, so let's go to the beach, to a sandy beach, and it has to be warm. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the perfect beach for this time of year. No cheap pebble beaches. I am a classy lady. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm ready for classy beach. Are oh. you? I think so, yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to step away and let you guys uh, go on your little date together. I mean... Not little date. I'm sure it's going to be really nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, remember, wow. remember your goal. Remember your goal. I wrote Jim. it down. I wrote it down a couple places. Sarah, I love your accent. It's thank you. I always uh, imagine like North Americans do. I I imagine like everybody who comes from England is like instantly smarter and better looking and funnier. Like I just feel like a British accent is pretty much like the sign that you're a cultured, sophisticated, wonderful person. Well, my accent's a generic English one. You know, if you go north or south, you'll find a variation of accents that sound nothing like mine. But, it's, but it's wonderful. I could listen to you I read, like... I out lucky. You know, like, I could listen to you read, like, you know, maple syrup instructions or something. You know, I could, I could listen to you read for hours, probably. And feel like it was Shakespeare or something, you know? Do you want me to read you some maple syrup ingredients? Do you have, did you bring maple syrup on our date? That's wonderful. Uh, no, but I'm just going to read them now. Oh, that'd ingredients. Be that'd be great. 100% maple syrup. See, that sounds amazing. And I know, I am amazing. It's wonderful. But that's why, that's why I'm on a date with you. I find you equally amazing. You do? That's, well, that's wonderful. Thank you for such a fine compliment, even though I don't have a cool accent. Oh, that oh was of course you do. If you came over here, everyone would be all over you. Well, I, I'm only interested in you, Sarah. I mean, so, like, making a connection with you is more important than having you all... You know, we're only a couple minutes into this date, and I already feel like you're the one. Re- really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I like These that. sandy, white beaches. It's a wonderful cool beach. Cool breeze on my face. But, you, I mean, it's, you make the beach so much more beautiful and amazing just by right? being yourself. My- my eyes are like the moon shining on the horizon. Oh, yes. Many moons. A I do have moons. a bit of a problem, though. What's the problem? I consume a lot of water. I drink several pints of water a day. It is good for your body. It's good for your skin. Oh, I love As water. As a result of that, I need to wee. So would you allow me to run into the sea, and would you cover me up? Of course. I, I'll dating? protect you from any... Johnny Lookers. Okay, so I'm going to go for a wee now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm finished with my wee. That was wonderful. I mean, I, I only was- heard it. I wasn't looking, but it just sounded really wonderful. It sounded like the sweet melody. Like honey from dripping drum. from a moon on a horizon. I'm a poet, you know. That's you Oh, know. okay. I mean, uh, you know, in America, I'm kind of a big deal as a poet. N- and not like the British poets where, you know, you're in books and rich and people know your name and like your work. Here in America, you just kind of have to be a poet. But, I, you know, I'm, well, I'd love to write a poem about you. Oh, please do. All right. It's a haiku. Okay. You guys have 40 seconds 40 left. seconds to write a haiku? Go ha- for it. Honey trickling down. Moon across the horizon is not as pretty as you. That's more, oh, that's too many. I see, I, I broke the form there because you, you, you inspired me and I was just gushing with poetry. I'm glad I can inspire such beautiful words. Well, you're, you're beautiful and I mean, you, I like everything about you. You haven't even seen my face yet, yet you think I'm so beautiful. I don't need to. It's we never have to, we nev- I never have to see your face. 
okay. I shall leave you then. All right, guys. I got to wrap up this date. Um, take Sarah aside and uh, we're going to have a chat. Need you to step aside, Jim. Um, how was that? Um, fun. Fun. It's like 10 to 1 in the morning, so... <laughs> Well, you were pretty brave. Pretty you, exciting. You, you weed in the ocean. I would, I would, I sometimes wait like hours before I wee on a first date. You know what? When you have to go, you have to go. I uh, mean, it's better to wee in the ocean than it is in the woods because then I would have had to do like a, like a jig to yeah. shake everything off. It's horrible when I mean, it happens way, on your shoe. It just blows away. Um, did you think he was, there was like a little too much flattery or is that something you're into? Um, I'm quite melodramatic as a person, so that ticks all the boxes for me. Good. Yeah. What, what did you think about that moment where I I kind of coached him into doing a humble brag where he's like, I'm kind of a big deal, I'm a poet. Did that work yeah. for you? Or did I was I wrong to have given him that advice? Uh, I don't know. I think like most white men do claim to be poets. Or something oh my God, some it's sort, so, so true. Uh, that's like one of my pet peeves on online dating is if you notice someone who's like, uh, actually, I used to write poetry when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> you're bragging about that all these years later? I'll just, I'll just buy him a nice notebook instead for the second date. Really? You would gift on a second date? Oh, yeah, totally. Wow, I think you guys have a, a chance here. Wow. Um, Jim, will you at least subscribe to the Not All Women podcast? I will subscribe as soon as I sub- figure out how to do that <laughs> just type in not all women on that generic um music store and it will come up with the right results you'll be fine I, that sounds wonderful that sounds like great yeah. results thank you so much it's for joining us on the show sarah it's a delight no problem bye sarah <sighs> she sounds nice yeah the, the, I think you took the humble brag a little that too far. That was too far? It didn't ha- have any humble it's in it. It's hard to just, it just throw just it in. It's just straight up white man brag. <laughs> that was your, I mean, you're just like throw it in somewhere. And I was like, I don't know, she was peeing in the ocean. I didn't know when the right moment. <laughs> I was like, wow, when I pee, it's great. I don't know. Like, you know. I didn't really know when to chime in with the. That was so forward, the peeing. The, the I thought that was nice. I thought it kind of, you know, yeah. especially on a first date, it can feel awkward. And if somebody was like, hey, I'm a real human being. I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's nice. That is nice. Instead of holding it for two hours, like I wouldn't do that. That doesn't sound like a good idea. (laughs) Um, Peanut makes a good point on the WFMU playlist page. It's hard for men not to stare at women's boobs on first beach dates. So, yeah, I don't know. Tough call. Boobs? What? (laughs) At least both parties get a preview. (laughs) Wow. What would what would your approach be in that situation? I usually uh, I usually don't have to st- you know once you get a sense of someone you like you, you it's really not going to be about boob size like it's going to be about like her voice is wonderful and she's sweet she's funny she's honest yeah likes to pee so I mean like those <laughs> are all going to be I mean for me I don't have like one I'm not I'm not necessarily looking for one size boob like I'm you know I like all boobs okay do you want to put in one quick 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 date before we go I can do it okay. Um, welcome, Sue from Brooklyn to YOI. Are you there, Sue? Hey, Sue. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for calling. Doing well. Sure. Do you want to go on a date with my friends in common? Oh, we do. We do. That we're both amazing. <laughs> Is that a humble red? That's good, right? Wait, do you guys <laughs> want to just go to a restaurant right now? Yeah, we got to go to a restaurant. Or deep in the woods or the beach? No, beach. A beach. Okay, I like the beach. Oh, beach, okay. Back to the beach, I'm out of here. Have fun, guys, you only have two minutes. So what do we have in common, yeah. Sue? Jim, we're both from New England. Oh, I, I both love roller coasters. Oh, I love roller coasters. What part of New England are you from? Massachusetts. Oh, I'm from Massachusetts, too. I'm from the North Shore. Uh, I lived in Boston for a while, but I'm, I'm from uh, an oceanside town, put it that way. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I grew up in Beverly on the North Shore, so we used to go to, like, the beach all the time. But it, it's, this beach is much more beautiful because I'm here with you. <laughs> it is beautiful. It's nice and peaceful. Do you miss, do you miss, do you, do you, did you move out of Massachusetts, or do you live I in... I did. I sort, I sort of lived in different parts of the world, and then I settled in Brooklyn. Uh, how about yourself? Have you, uh, have you traveled at all? 
Uh, I've tried. Yeah, I went. I did a lot of traveling in college, and now it's a little bit harder because I have to work and I'm broke all the time. But um, I still love going places. I love visiting. I love visiting New England now too. You know, I live in New Jersey, but I, you know, going home for the holidays is really nice because it's really pretty during the holidays. It's all. It's usually snow and it's kind of glittery and it just looks like Christmas. You know. Yeah. What brought you to New Jersey? Uh, I was living in Brooklyn for a long time. I lived in Brooklyn for like 10 years, and then um, I kind of, uh, we needed to find a, a cheaper place, and Jersey City's been really terrific, and I work here in Jersey City now, too, so. Yeah, hey, Jersey City about her. becoming a lot like Brooklyn. But why did you, wh- why did you move to Brooklyn? What, what about Brooklyn? Um, I had lived on the West Coast for a while, and, and I had a great time on the West Coast, but I sort of missed the East Coast. See, because you seem to me to be kind of an East Coast person, like a, everyone in the West Coast is kind of laid back, and you seem much more brassy. I like that. All right, 30 yeah. seconds. Oh, no. So we're on the uh, beach. Should we go skinny dipping in the water? You think it's going to be too cold? Uh, this time of year is probably freezing. Yeah, it's kind of free. Well, that's the that's part of the fun, maybe, or maybe. You no, first. It's not part. I'll go. I'll go, and then you got to guard me because I don't have any. All right, I'll block my eyes. You don't have to. I mean, take a good look and see what you think, because then maybe <laughs> maybe you. If, if you run away, I understand. All right, one, two, three. Ah, it's so cold. There's a jellyfish. Okay, I'm gonna scoop <laughs> in. How was that, Sue? That was fun. Were you creeped out by the skinny dipping at the end or charmed? No, I, I, I kind of, well, you know, with Rose from New England, I sort of thought it was, he's, he's quirky but fun and he's not a creep. So I thought it was funny. Um, did you think, I actually think this was our best balance of like asking about the other person and talking about yourself that I've heard yet. Did that feel natural to you? Yeah, it felt very natural. I think, I think probably because we're both from New England and we kind of have a little bit of that eccentric New England thing going on. But, um, you, know, I, I just, you know, I thought he was nice. I thought he was friendly. Cool. Well, uh, you can hear funny. more of Jim every Monday night at 6 p.m. on WFMU on his show Sportsy Talk with Bronwyn. I'll um, have to listen. Yeah. Maybe you guys can do some more dates. I'll subscribe to your podcast too, Sue. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I made some innuendo. He's going to subscribe to you your, your podcast. I'll subscribe to your podcast, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Serial guys. Okay. <laughs> I just realized it's almost Thursday. Um, let's wrap this, this one up. Thank you so much, Sue. I'm so grateful that you called. All right. You guys take care. Bye. Thanks, Sue. Jim, this is the best show. That's the best live show I feel like I've ever done. You I were feel so like fun. If I go on a date ever again, I want you to come with me and help me because you're. I yeah. find you very, very helpful. It'll be like one of those team mystery shows where we, you know, do the thing. Um, all right. Well, uh, everyone should listen to your show Monday nights. Everyone should listen to this show. I had help this week from Nick the Bard, the best call screener on the whole planet. And uh, I also have help my, from my intern every week, Erin and Hopkins, who I'm handing the show over to next week. It'll be a special YOY Christmas episode curated by him. So everyone tune in for our special Christmas Eve show with Erin and Hopkins. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Andrea, for having me. And stay tuned for Infinite Distortion with Bosch. This is WFMU Yay. East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and online at WFMU.org.
Ha, 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 ha,